I am so excited to tell you that I'm finally reopening the doors to my Partnerships Masterclass course, which is absolutely everything you need to confidently build successful partnerships. And successful partnerships unlock an entirely untapped revenue stream for your business through sponsorships, while collaborative partnerships can see you reaching hundreds of thousands of potential customers without monetary spend. So they have the power to both make you money via a whole new revenue stream for your business and save you money with your marketing activity, which is so awesome. I have run this course quite exclusively in the past with really small cohorts of business owners, agency owners, and marketers. So I would say it's incredibly valuable if you're one of these three types of fabulous people looking to build a partnership skill set and revenue stream, or you're looking to offer partnerships as a service to your clients. This course is the most accessible way you can work with me personally as well. And while you have a lifetime access to the course content and obviously lifetime access to the skills and relationships you build as part of this course, you're also really not thrown in the deep end at all because I keep the cohort small on purpose so that you get that mentorship and support from me throughout the whole thing. So we're going to get you so excited about the opportunities ahead for your business, super clear on your growth strategy and how you're going to build meaningful and pivotal relationships. It's going to be so good. And doors open on the 11th of August. They're only open for 10 days though. So make sure you're on the wait list so that you don't miss out. We're actually kicking the cohort off on um, August 22nd. So immediately after the doors open, pretty much <laughs> the course begins and the doors are closed again. So you want to be on that wait list so that you don't miss out. I'll put the link in the show notes so you can access that. And you'll also nab some wait list bonuses as well if you're on there. So I can't wait to see you there. Uh, thanks so much for listening and I'll let you get into the episode now. Before we jump into this episode, I just wanted to say a big thank you to everyone who signed up for the Partnerships Masterclass course. It is going to be so much fun. It kicks off on the 17th of February and there's still about nine spots left. Uh, if you wanted to get involved, it's everything you need to confidently build amazing brand partnerships in your business that are successful and you know drive sales, drive engagement, drive social media growth, drive buzz and publicity, all of those things that are necessary skill for any business owner and marketer. And I'm really excited to be running this course. Finally, I'm going to put the link in the show notes if you're interested and I'll see you there. Hey guys, welcome back to Stop Collaborate and listen, I'm your host, Jess Rufus. And today we're talking about quick tips for better pitching. So we actually ran an Instagram poll the other day on stories that hundreds of you participated in. Thank you very much for that. And we asked, do you find pitching easy or hard? And 77% of you found it super hard, which isn't that surprising to me. Pitching is something I see so many businesses get wrong. There is a lot that goes into a winning pitch plenty of things that aren't even part of the actual reach out email itself. So it's, you know, it's one of the reasons I built the pitch portal feature on Collabosaurus as a side note, because I really wanted to avoid the painstaking process of ideation, contact sourcing, value communication, etc. everything that you need for a pitch to convert. Anyway, you can use Collabosaurus, which I would definitely recommend to save you a bunch of time, or you can reach out the old school way with a great pitch email. So in today's episode, I've got five tips for a better pitch. Let's dive in.
Tip number one is to communicate the benefits to them. So one of the biggest mistakes I see with failed pitch emails is that they're self-focused. They're straight into the marriage counseling before they've even gotten the first date. You need to understand what benefits you can bring to the table. And I've got a whole other episodes on identifying and creating and communicating value in a collaboration. So definitely hop back to one of those episodes if you're wanting some ideas and inspiration as to what you could bring to the table, um, you know, other than cash, other than Instagram following in a clever collaboration. So have a think of what channels you have available to you, what skill sets you have, what time you have, what products and services you can bring to the table. There's honestly so much you can exchange, but really make sure that pitch email is communicating the benefits to them and is not telling them your life story. You kind of want to keep yourself out of that first email and really entice that first date by showcasing what you could actually do for them. Tip number two is to get visual. So there's nothing worse than receiving a huge unformatted chunk of text in your inbox. I'm massive on this. The brain actually loves things that are skimmable and easy and will halfway shut off like your brain will from paying attention if you've got a big block of text because the brain signal is saying this is hard. So don't be afraid to bullet point all of the potential benefits to your pitchy and highlight the one important piece of info example. For God's sake, use paragraphs. I can't stress that enough. And don't be afraid to use things like subheadings, bolding, all of that kind of stuff. Keep it short, sweet, to the point because visual cues, you know, they're massive in how um, someone will read your pitch. And that isn't to do with the actual words themselves. That's to do with how that email just looks in your inbox. Is it signaling, signaling to the brain that it's going to be hard work or is it signaling to the brain that's going to be really easy? Tip number three is save them an email and make the next steps really easy. So assume you're already working together. So simplify that next bit, which inevitably will be them asking for what the next steps are if they're interested. And I love putting next steps under a heading and keeping it to three things or under because it's skimmable, it saves you both time and it moves things forward. So let's say you needed a um, headshot, their availability and... I don't know, set up a call time, for example. You could put at the very bottom of the email, next steps, and then underneath three bullet points of send me a headshot. (laughs) Here's my calendar link um, and let me know what times you're available, for example. Okay, me again interrupting myself. I'm just going to do a quick shameless plug and remind you about the Partnerships Masterclass course, which is currently on sale. It's over 50% sold out already, and I'm keeping the cohort super small so that you can get personalized help with things just like your pitch, if that's what you're struggling with. Um, Everything from ideation, negotiation techniques, campaign planning, contact sourcing for ideal partners, basically everything you need to know to build partnerships really confidently in your business that are successful, and drive results. So I can't wait to see you there. Link is in the show notes if you wanna join me. There's still a couple of spots left. Tip number four is to respect their time, but create urgency. So there's a really great email template on the internet from Tim Ferriss on how to email busy people. You can Google that and find the templates. And that plays to this concept. It's all about giving them an easy out and giving you an opportunity to create urgency. So for example, instead of signing off the email with, looking forward to hearing your thoughts on the above, 
which signals a hard task to the brain. Pop, we would absolutely love to partner with Airbnb, for example, and we'll be finalizing partners by next Friday. So hopefully we hear from you before then. Now that next Friday is your deadline, you can follow up comfortably to check in and know that there is an end and sort of they know that there is an end in sight as well as urgency. So FOMO is created around the opportunity. If they're interested, they know they have a limited time to get back to you and the limited opportunity to get involved because some things I think, especially with collaborations, if there's not urgency around it, it's one of those things that brands will just pop in the too hard basket or kind of just be like, oh, we can do that, you know, in 12 months time or eight months time or something like that and really pro- like draw out that pre-work element where that doesn't need to be the case at all. It's quite easy to create some urgency around it. Tip number five is get who you are in an impressive one-liner. So back to kind of point number one about being super self-focused, which is not what you want to be doing. You don't want to spend any more than, I don't know, 10% of the email talking about you and how awesome your brand is. I've received emails in the past that give a full rundown of their mission, values, past projects, all that kind of stuff when the goal of the cold pitch email is to get the first date. So a really great activity I learned in the US, which is, I mean, it's such an Australian thing, I think, to be very conservative. in how we communicate how awesome we are. (laughs) Um, So this activity is a really good one to do. Pull out your one most exciting thing or stat about your business and work on a clear, concise one-liner that you can use across pitch emails to quickly communicate who you are and what you do and establish credibility quite quickly as well, might I add. So for example, at the start of this exercise, when we went around the room and they said, oh, introduce yourself in your business, I said, hi, I'm Jess. I run a company called Collabasaurus um, and it's a matchmaking platform for brands to find cool collaboration and marketing partners, which, you know, isn't terrible, but it's not that exciting. What was exciting about my business? What was, you know, our biggest achievement at the time? And I sat down and kind of thought, okay, what makes people's eyes widen when I talk to them about Collabasaurus? And often it was that we work with over seven and a half thousand brands like the iconic Bondi Sands, Sofitel and Porsche. So instead I flipped that one liner. So, you know, I could use those stats as part of my one sentence introduction. So then I could introduce myself as, hi, I'm Jess. I run a company called Collabasaurus and Collabasaurus matchmakes over seven and a half thousand brands like the iconic Bondi Sands, Sofitel and Porsche for clever marketing partnerships. Straight away, it's simple, clear, and it established credibility and excitement around, you know, what I'm doing. So if you're kind of struggling to communicate Uh, who you are and what you do. This is a super great exercise to do. Another really good one is to flip it so that you ask yourself, how can I add a sentence that starts with, we help blah, do blah. So then that addresses your target market. You know, we help graphic designers get less stressed around their calendar, for example, if I don't know, depending on what you do. But that's a really good activity as well. I love this one, pulling out the most exciting thing or stat about your business that makes people's eyes widen um, when you talk to them about your business. So I hope that was helpful. I'm going to run through those tips very quickly again. Number one is communicate the value to them and the benefits to them. What can you bring to the table? 
Tip number two is to get visual. Use bullet points, paragraphs, subheadings, bolds, highlighting, all of that kind of stuff is really important. Keep it short and sweet to get the first date. Tip number three is save them an email and make the next steps really easy. Number four is respect their time, but create urgency around the opportunity. And tip number five is get who you are in an impressive one-liner to save a bunch of paragraphs and establish credibility really early. I hope that was really helpful, you guys, and I can't wait to see your pictures. We are running that Partnerships Masterclass course that starts on the 17th of February. There's only a couple of spots left, but I'm gonna be working um, on a super small cohort that's really personalized around how to perfect your pitch among a million other things around campaign planning, negotiation, finding your ideal partner, creative ideation. It's going to be so, so fun. So if you want to get in on this cohort, um, 17th of February, it begins. I'll put the link in the show notes and I can't wait to see you there. Thanks guys.